Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelabert from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year using God's Word Translation by God's Word to the Nations Mission Society. Matthew 12, 1-21 Then on a day of rest, a holy day, Jesus walked through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain to eat. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing something that is not right to do on the day of rest, a holy day. Jesus asked them, Haven't you read what David did when he and his men were hungry? Haven't you read how he went into the house of God and ate the bread of the presence? He and his men had no right to eat those loaves. Only the priests have that right. Or haven't you read in Moses' teachings that on the day of rest, a holy day, the priests in the temple do things they shouldn't on the day of rest yet remain innocent? I can guarantee that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what I want mercy, not sacrifice, means, you would not have condemned innocent people. The Son of Man has authority over the day of rest, a holy day. Jesus moved on from there and went into a synagogue. A man with a paralyzed hand was there. The people asked Jesus whether it was right to heal on a day of rest, a holy day, so that they could accuse him of doing something wrong. Jesus said to them, Suppose one of you has a sheep. If it falls into a pit on a day of rest, a holy day, wouldn't you take hold of it and lift it out? Certainly a human is more valuable than a sheep. So it is right to do good on the day of rest, a holy day. Then he said to the man, Hold out your hand. The man held it out, and it became normal again, as healthy as the other. The Pharisees left and plotted to kill Jesus. He knew about this, so he left that place. Many people followed him, and he cured all of them. He also ordered them not to tell people who he was. So what the prophet Isaiah had said came true. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, whom I love, and in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will announce justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or shout, and no one will hear his voice in the streets. He will not break off a damaged cattail. He will not even put out a smoking wick, until he has made justice victorious. The nations will have hope because of him. Mark chapter 3 Jesus went into a synagogue again. A man who had a paralyzed hand was there. The people were watching Jesus closely. They wanted to see whether he would heal the man on the day of rest, a holy day, so that they could accuse him of doing something wrong. So he told the man with the paralyzed hand, Stand in the center of the synagogue. Then he asked them, Is it right to do good or to do evil on the day of rest, a holy day, to give a person back his health? or to let him die. But they were silent. Jesus was angry as he looked around at them. He was deeply hurt because their minds were closed. Then he told the man, Hold out your hand. The man held it out, and his hand became normal again. The Pharisees left, and with Herod's followers they immediately plotted to kill Jesus. Jesus left with his disciples for the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd from Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and from across the Jordan River, and from around Tyre and Sidon, followed him. 
They came to him because they had heard about everything he was doing. Jesus told his disciples to have a boat ready so that the crowd would not crush him. He had cured so many that everyone with a disease rushed up to him in order to touch him. Whenever people with evil spirits saw him, they would fall down in front of him and shout, You are the Son of God! He gave them orders not to tell people who he was. Jesus went up a mountain, called those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve whom he called apostles. They were to accompany him and to be sent out by him to spread the good news. They also had the authority to force demons out of people. He appointed these twelve, Simon, whom Jesus named Peter, James and his brother John, Zebedee's sons, whom Jesus named Boanerges, which means thunderbolts, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed Jesus. Then Jesus went home. Another crowd gathered so that Jesus and his disciples could not even eat. When his family heard about it, they went to get him. They said, He's out of his mind. The experts in Moses' teachings who had come from Jerusalem said, Beelzebul is in him. And he forces demons out of people with the help of the ruler of demons. Jesus called them together and used this illustration. How can Satan force out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot last. And if a household is divided against itself, that household will not last. So if Satan rebels against himself and is divided, he cannot last. That will be the end of him. No one can go into a strong man's house and steal his property. First, he must tie up the strong man. Then he can go, then he can go through the strong man's house and steal his property. I can guarantee this truth. People will be forgiven for any sin or curse, but whoever curses the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. He is guilty of an everlasting sin. Jesus said this because the experts in Moses' teachings had said that he had an evil spirit. Then his mother and his brothers arrived. They stood outside and sent someone to ask him to come out. The crowd sitting around Jesus told him, Your mother and your brothers are outside looking for you. He replied to them, Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? Then looking at those who sat in a circle around him, he said, Look, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does what God wants is my brother and sister and mother. Luke 6 Once on a hot day of rest, a holy day, Jesus was walking through some grain fields. His disciples were picking the heads of grain, removing the husks, and eating the grain. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are your disciples doing something that is not right to do on the day of rest, a holy day? Jesus answered them, Haven't you read what David did when he and his men were hungry? Haven't you read how he went into the house of God, ate the bread of the presence, and gave some of it to the men who were with him? He had no right to eat those loaves. Only the priests have that right. Then he added, The Son of Man has authority over the day of rest, a holy day. On another day of rest, a holy day, Jesus went into a synagogue to teach. A man whose right hand was paralyzed was there. The experts in Moses' teachings and the Pharisees were watching Jesus closely. 
They wanted to see whether he would heal the man on the day of rest, the holy day, so that they could find a way to accuse him of doing something wrong. But Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he told the man with the paralyzed hand, Get up and stand in the center of the synagogue. The man got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, what is the right thing to do on a day of rest, a holy day? To do good or evil, to give a person his health, or to destroy it? He looked around at all of them and said to the man, Hold out your hand. The man did so, and his hand became normal again. The experts in Moses' teachings and Pharisees were furious and began to discuss with each other what they could do to Jesus. At that time, Jesus went to a mountain to pray. He spent the whole night in prayer to God. When it was day, he called his disciples. He chose twelve of them and called them apostles. They were Simon, whom Jesus named Peter, and Simon's brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who is called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Jesus came down from the mountain with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples and many other people were there. They had come from all over Judea, Jerusalem, and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon. They wanted to hear him and be cured of their diseases. Those who were tormented by evil spirits were cured. The entire crowd was trying to touch him because power was coming from him and curing all of them. Jesus looked at his disciples and said, Blessed are the poor who are poor. God's kingdom is theirs. Blessed are those who are hungry. They will be satisfied. Blessed are those who are crying. They will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, avoid you, insult you, and slander you, because you are committed to the Son of Man. Rejoice then, and be very happy. You have a great reward in heaven. That's the way their ancestors treated the prophets. But how horrible it will be for those who are rich. They have had their comfort. How horrible it will be for those who are well fed. They will be hungry. How horrible it will be for those who are laughing. They will mourn and cry. How horrible it will be for you when everyone says nice things about you. That's the way their ancestors treated the false prophets. But I tell you, everyone who is listening, love your enemies. Be kind to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who insult you. If someone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other cheek as well. If someone takes your coat, don't stop him from taking your shirt. Give to everyone who asks you for something. If someone takes what is yours, don't insist on getting it back. Do for other people everything you want them to do for you. If you love those who love you, do you deserve any thanks for that? Even sinners love those who love them. If you help those who help you, do you deserve any thanks for that? Sinners do that too. If you lend anything to those from whom you expect to get something back, do you deserve any thanks for that? Sinners also lend to sinners to get back what they lend. Rather, love your enemies, help them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then you will have a great reward. You will be the children of the Most High God. After all, He is kind to unthankful and evil people. Be merciful as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, 
and you will never be judged. Stop condemning, and you will never be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and you will receive. A large quantity, pressed together, shaken down, and running over will be put into your pocket. The standards you use for others will be applied to you. Jesus also gave them this illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't both fall into the same pit? A student is no better than his teacher, but everyone who is well-trained will be like his teacher. Why do you see the piece of sawdust in another believer's eye and not notice the wooden beam in your own eye? How can you say to another believer, Friend, let me take the piece of sawdust out of your eye, when you don't see the beam in your own eye? You hypocrite! First remove the beam from your own eye, then you will see clearly to remove the piece of sawdust from another believer's eye. A good tree doesn't produce rotten fruit, and a rotten tree doesn't produce good fruit. Each tree is known by its fruit. You don't pick figs from thorny plants, or grapes from a thorn bush. Good people do the good that is in them, but evil people do the evil that is in them. The things people say come from inside them. Why do you call me Lord, but don't do what I tell you? I will show you what everyone who comes to me hears what I say and obeys it is like. He is like a person who dug down to bedrock to lay the foundation of his home. When a flood came, the floodwaters pushed against that house, but the house couldn't be washed away because it had a good foundation. The person who hears what I say but doesn't obey it is like someone who built a house on the ground without any foundation. The floodwaters pushed against it, and that house quickly collapsed and was destroyed.